I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? This is Martin Bailey. And uh, sitting, he's sitting in for Michael Hutchinson. I don't know. I don't really. We don't have a sound effect for you, so I don't have some way to uh, to finish that up. Maybe let's see. <laughs> That's a good one. No. Mm. Yeah! I like that one. Yeah, the, there we go. Uh, the Howie. That's the Howie scream. I think I have the famous uh, Wellum scream somewhere on here. Uh, oh yeah. Are you, are you? Are you suggesting that I just <laughs> scream? Is that what you're saying? No, you like horror movies, so that's true. Oh, there we go. That's a good one. Um, here, this is one of my favorites. Get the fuck out! Oh my god. <laughs> Not a renegade like you wish I was. Oh my god, that's the boys in the hood. I know. Get the fuck out. Uh, and we just, were, I remember you were a DJ back in the we day. We just so. earned our explicit uh, rating on uh, years ago before I knew you. Here, have you ever heard? Um, so I don't. Do you snore? Yes. Um, the my wife has complained that I snore mm. and uh, or that I used to snore. I mean, since I've lost about fifty pounds, I don't snore so much anymore. I guess I do a little bit, but not like I used to. Um, anyway, she, uh, she complained. So one night she recorded me snoring. Oh boy. And yeah. And I was like, cause you know, I mean, we've been together for a long time and, uh, and I was like, I don't snore that much. And oh, she yeah. recorded me snoring. Nice. Unfucking believable. And oh yeah. I, I had no idea. Oh, I snore. I keep people that, up, I guess. That I, I sounded like yeah. this. Um, so then I had Michael's ex-wife, uh, record Michael snoring. Which isn't as bad. But he sounds like he's dying, so it's a little scary. Actually. That's what my wife says about me, is like, because I'll go, uh, like, sleep apnea, I'll go long stints yeah, without yeah. breathing, and then she thinks that uh, I'm dead or something. Yeah, uh, she just, like, looks over and notices nothing for a while. Yeah, that's, Right. Yeah. I think, I think Michael, it gets uh, crazier here at the end. Uh, I don't, it was a long time ago. We, oh, here we go. Let's see, can I jump? No. Well, give it a moment. Yes, Michael and I, since... Fill, uh, fill some time. Hold on. Hold on. It's coming up. It's coming up. And... There oh, we go. There, we, there go. we go. There we go. There we go. Yes, Michael and I were, uh, you know, volunteering for the Sunshine Kids for the last 20-some-odd years. And uh-huh. um, every adult would get their own room at... Or even a suite, and for whatever reason, Michael and I would have to share a room because you were the so, kids. You yes. started as the kids, and you, you right. were forever the kids. So yeah, we were like the twenty and thirty year olds, and even forty. But uh, I guess we were the kids. Um, but yes, Michael had uh, Michael's one of those few people. Uh, very strange sleep thing. Like he'll literally fall asleep within about a second or two, and it freaks me out. And then the snoring hits about five seconds later. So it's really bizarre because, like, mo- like me, I, it takes me hours sometimes to fall asleep. My insomnia and brain and you know everything's just working overdrive. Are and you a are you a TV watcher when you sleep? Yeah, like TV or radio, yeah. something has to be on. Do you, you leave know, the whatever. TV on all night, or do you put the some to sleep? sometimes? Um, yeah, I mean it just depends on whatever. But yeah, Michael would be like, "Turn the TV up," and then he would be out snoring. You know, like. What the fuck? Like, how did, how does that happen? Did he take a sleeping pill? You know, it kills me. It's just like, damn, I wish I could do that. Because, like, last night, I was exhausted. Hour and a half. Hour and a half just sitting there. I'm like, god damn it. Um, my sleep side, I used to be that way and have the insomnia, but I, I don't know I don't if know. it's connected to the weight loss or... Uh, I don't know. Um, or I got into the regularity of a nine-to-five job that 
may I think I really I think that's what like I've me. even had those like five or so yeah. years ago. Um, I I had to get up, you know, at yeah. uh, seven thirty every morning. So I just went to bed at you know eleven o'clock every night. And yeah, same here. I just sometimes I'd be like. I got to be up at seven o'clock, and I'd fall asleep at like five. But even now, so. I, haven't, I haven't worked in like four months. I, if even if I stay up late, like last night, I went to bed at one twenty. Uh, I woke up at eight thirty this morning. Yeah. I wake up at eight thirty every morning. Yeah, it's like one of the yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure if that's old age. No, I don't know. Your brain just. I don't know what the fuck. It is. Well, my mom's an army brat, so I mean, she'll get it. Like even if she sleeps in like past seven, it's mm-hmm. like you know, I'm like, oh my god, is my mom okay? Uh, so what's new with you? Uh, not much. Just uh, working on the web store, working on uh, getting product and uh, finding inventory and getting deals and making money and selling very scary shit. We got a couple of conventions coming up, so it's a pretty exciting time of the year for me. I've got uh, two Darth Vader uh, I see. Yeah. over there for you to take. Uh, I don't know. Do whatever you want with them. I thought actually my initial thing was uh, maybe uh, Deborah could turn it into uh, Darth Barbie or something. You know, rip, some, rip the some. head off yeah. a lightsaber arm or something yeah. and put it on Barbie and, you know, it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to do anything with them. They're just sitting here. They're collecting dust. And, uh, you know, I bought them because I wanted that. It was trial and error yeah, to yeah. get the right oh, size absolutely. head. So uh, I figured you'd take them and, and put <laughs> do some something to them. To them. Yeah. Somebody will buy it because they're uh, Star Wars freaks or, out there. Or put them in the recycling bin. I don't know. Yeah, certainly uh, Star Wars ain't going away because no. um, we're going to get Vader again because we've got uh, Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One's got to have Vader. Well, no, but it's like anytime you make a gazillion dollars, they're gonna make they're they're gonna make Star Wars for the next twenty years. It's it's never leaving us, ever. I yeah, I mean, there's always even if they remake part four, it shouldn't they, you know. it shouldn't have left us in the past. Right. Like, uh, you know, look at how many Star Trek movies and how many Star Trek shows were created, uh, and there was no reason not to have continued these Star Wars Absolutely. movies. Very strange. Uh, very, very strange. You know, since the 80s, mid-80s or 90s, I mean, they should have just milked it. Yeah. Because um, it's like Bonds. It's like every every four or five years, no matter what's going on in the world, every four or five years, there's a Bond movie. There's going to be a Bond movie, yeah. And you, you, just, you just know it. Right. And it's like Star Wars is definitely should definitely be in that bracket of like, every four or five years, somebody should just make a Star Wars. Because you know it's going to make a billion dollars. Right. And especially nowadays, it's actually going to probably hit two you know, and, and, and make ungodly amounts of money on merchandise. So I love I've never understood why there was that, like, it was about 10 or 15, like 10 years or so. I mean, I didn't, the last, uh, the last one was a while ago. So, well, there was like 20 years between been episode 20, I, between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace. Before oh, no, 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 well, that took because he had to sell. Disney bought the franchise, right, right, right. No, and know, as soon as Disney the bought the franchise, you know, a year later we have a movie. I mean, whatever, two years later, whatever the hell it is, you know. They well, that's hired, why they bought it. It was just like hello, right? And they're yeah. milking it. They're building Star Wars land. Unbelievable. They're taking out uh, part of their back lot, little area. Country Bears gonna, gone. The whole area. Star Wars, and I haven't been down there in forever. But uh, you know, Star Wars land might get me to pay a visit. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Uh, Hogwarts is certainly. Even though I went to Hogwarts in uh, Florida. Hogwarts here in LA will get me out there. Yeah. Just not yet because it's, it's still really, crazy. really weird because like the Universal Amphitheater is still just in my mind. And I'm like, wow, they took it out for Harry Potter. So sad, so weird. Yeah. Um, although, like I saw like 50 concerts there, 50 or 60 shows. It was just like one of those, one of those things. You're like, wow, the big show it's coming. Cool. It's like right down the street because I used to live in North Hollywood, literally a block away. Yeah, so. but big shows haven't played there in like 10 years. Well, it's not there anymore. 
Well, no, but even before yeah. it's like it just. Uh, well, no, I mean, uh, no, absolutely. Big shows uh, weren't booking it. Right. And I guess I don't know how many seats it was. I don't know what the practicality and all of that behind yeah. it was. But it was big crazy. shows was was, were crazy. booking. Well, here's the thing. We had the forum. Yeah. And then they built the Staples Center, made the forum obsolete. So that made the amphitheater super obsolete. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's really the killer is the yeah. Staples Center, you know, starts to take away from. Well, and then the forum was bought by a church. So they stopped shows completely. So the Staples Center just like. Yeah, but doesn't ACDC it. still play there? Huh? Doesn't ACDC well, still well, play no, the uh, forum for the, for the church? <laughs> um, uh, which uh, Madison Square Garden bought the forum. So it's actually. It's, it's no a longer church, a church it's not anymore. A church anymore. Uh, I heard Irvine Meadows is gone. Irvine Meadows. No, it's still around. Pacific Amphitheater's gone. No, Irvine Meadows has been bought. It's going to be turned into condos. Shut up. No, I'm serious. Holy fuck. That's yeah. Crazy. Ir- Ir- the land was bought, and its last show is like a, a year oh my God, away. I'm going to within... start crying. Are you kidding me? No. That place uh, is awesome to see a show. Uh, I've never been because it's in Irvine. Saw, <laughs> I literally saw about 100 shows there. Um, I would say even maybe even more. I've seen Rush... Rush and Metallica there at least 15 times. Yeah. So. OC Register, closing time for Irvine Meadows. Unbelievably. That's that's horrifying. Um, opened in 81. It's not called Irvine Meadows anymore, no, no, right? No, yeah, Isn't no. it? It's like, is it the Verizon Amphitheater? Yeah, it's or? right. Yeah, it's some stupid name, but that was interesting. that's unbelievable. My screen just went black. Cool. Computers. Doesn't like you. But yeah, the... Yeah, I don't know. The Universal Amphitheater is just like one of those things. Oh, yeah. It was like about. Was well, I saw Nine Inch Nails there. I saw Sepultura. I mean, I like. I saw a bunch of metal, and it was so funny seeing like Mastodon there. You know, some metal shows where you can't do anything because there are seats, so there was no pit. There was no violence, so it was just kind of awkward. But I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like so, the the bigger the place, um, there's not too many of them anymore. It's you know Staples Center or like the Wiltern. You know, the Wiltern's not even that big, but now there's there's not that middle ground here in L.A. anymore. Unless um, the Grove, but I mean, even the Grove is just a little bit bigger than the Wiltern. So. The Hollywood Hollywood Bowl gets a decent amount of people playing it. Yeah, but it sucks. It does suck. You know, it's just weird. I mean, It's, it a, it's to, a good it place built, to hang out yeah. and have some wine and cheese, but it, yeah. it does suck for some Well, you have to show. go see classical because, I mean, the music that's going to come out, it's going straight up in the air. There's literally, it's not bouncing off anything. Isn't it's that not, what happens with Irvine Meadows, though? I mean, it's just this big. No, Irvine is, no, they have the mountain behind it. So, I mean, and they had a pretty decent sound. So, you, you could get a seat and you could actually hear. I mean, I used to hang out in the parking lot sometimes. I wouldn't even go into the show. I just hang out in the parking lot and it was like a free show because it was just so freaking loud over there. But, yeah, Hollywood Bowl is just Lease weird. expires in 2017. So, yeah, we've got about a year left of the Yeah, Meadows. I was about to say, they've got to have at least one more summer out and of it. And uh, it'll become, it's going to become housing. housing. That's horrifying. And it's the lease with the, uh, the lease with the city is up. And oh, okay, yeah. So the owner of... Well, the, same with Madison Square Garden. They keep putting money into that in New York. Uh-huh. It's supposedly like 18 or 19, 2018 or 2019, it's up. Oh. And the city of New York wants it back. And they're going to destroy it and build something there. That's in Central Park, isn't it? Yeah, it's like right. It's like right next to it. So well, they're like, not going to build a skyscraper. I don't know what they're going to build there, but because it's Central like, Park is like, but it's just uh, so bizarre because coveted. It's like, yeah, but it's like Madison Square Garden, like it's right. one of the most it's famous, the right. You know, arenas, you know, sports and concerts right. arenas in the world, gone. Right. So it's just like that. You know, it's just very bizarre, mm. and that and that shows what's going on in the music world. On top of that, it's like all you know. There's like 70 shows probably this weekend. You know, each show is going to have like 10 people. Like people just don't go to shows anymore because they're, no. you know, just the, the whole industry is just kill itself. Uh, yeah. 
you know, because it's just like Spotify. You know, you, you the, the band's not making any money off the CD sale anymore. So you think, oh, we got to go on tour. Well, there's 150 other bands just like you on tour right now also. So nobody's getting any money. Then, you know, there's only, it's still Metallica. There's one Metallica and that's it when it comes to, you know, like big rock show. And same with ACDC. ACDC, of course. Right, but I, I mean, as yeah, most. But like Guns N' Roses, playing. they're doing twenty shows. They're not going out playing two hundred, you know, clubs. They're playing twenty-one gigantic shows. I think the problem is related to. Uh, I read this interesting article. Um, did you hear about AMC considering to allow kids yeah, to text? That that was already. It was shut down. It, but, it was already killed. But here's the thing: um, AMC was considering allowing people to text in a theater. Because uh, kids are not going out and seeing movies because they can't bring themselves to detach themselves from their digital right. world and put down the their social phone media to cannot, watch, right. you know, stop for an hour and a half to watch a movie. Well, yeah. fucking hour and a half, my ass. Why movies not? these days are two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah. Um, but they can't. Uh, they, and I grumble at that because I just think most movies are way too long. Yeah. Like an hour and Absolutely. a half is such a nice framework for a story. Mm-hmm. Just you, you hour know, and a half, hour and forty five minutes, thirty minutes, Act character. One, thirty minutes, Act Two, thirty minutes. Act three. I mean, fucking so much better. Anyway, um, so uh, so uh, they were considering allowing millennials to text because they can't break themselves away and to try and get more butts in the seats. And uh, of course, moviegoers, current moviegoers, goers were outraged by that. Now, the truth is, is maybe they would actually put more asses in the seats if yeah. they could. And I wouldn't go, but the current moviegoers obviously aren't actually funding the theaters anymore because i'm not going i mean most people don't a lot of people don't go to the movies anymore it was always the kids that funded the movies so maybe they need to cater to those kids maybe they need to have you know specific theaters or showings that are text friendly yeah it was it's funny Um, to say because like there are some movie theaters out there that have like the 21 and over or like the 18 and over even mm -hmm. for pg movie where it's like yeah they cater to adults our our old you know our age people can go and there's not going to be the kids. There's not going to be the social media right in front of you and people talking and all that kind of shit. You and know, I where... still don't go to those. Well, no, no, no absolutely. <laughs> I, and it's like it, it, it's yeah. The movies that I go to now, I actually desperate like we will actually make plans to go on off times. Meaning like right. We just saw Batman versus Superman or whatever it's called. And you don't even know what it's called. <laughs> Superman versus Batman, whichever. Know. Batman versus Superman. Um, but we well, like we saw it at like five forty. You know, mm-hmm. you know, on a day, on a Monday or whatever, right. and then you just like, or a six, no, we saw a six o'clock show, and you just sit there and you're like, yeah, there's like twenty people in there, but there was nine other theaters showing it, so you're like, okay, cool, we maybe we'll sneak in and we don't have to have right. fifteen kids in front of us talking through the whole movie, um, and thankfully there wasn't. There's yeah, two people behind us talking the through the movie. Yeah, there you go. Adults and, talk during the movie, and, and even uh, Deborah, uh, she even turned around and said, Shh, you know, twice. Well, so the, these people were just, you know rude and yeah. you just sit there and you're just like it's unbelievable it's like you're not at home I, I i've never understood that process of seeing a movie where people where you talk right like it might you know you might giggle or you might have like an inside joke or something or say something under your breath but they're literally fucking talking in the movie but and you just sit there and you're like really i i agree with I, don't, you. I don't understand this I, I i hate to talk and it drives me nuts but maybe that's the crabby old man in me wanting to hold on to old ways oh yeah no no like, absolutely yeah. We we used to go to a record store and socialize and thumb through albums in a rack and bullshit and talk about the records. And then there was a time that we went through a video store. Yep. 
And you could spend, I mean, it, the joke is today, the kids think they invented it, that you can spend three hours going through, you know, the Netflix queue right. and not watching a thing. We'd spend three hours in Blockbuster, yeah. walk out with six movies, and then not have time to watch anything that right. night because we spent we all our time in Blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, and the same would happen, you know, in, in a, a record store, although you could leave the music store and pop the CD in and listen to it on your drive home. Right. Anyway, um, the social aspect is gone, and certainly Starbucks and coffee chains have tapped into that social aspect. People want to socialize. So maybe because of the absence of the music stores and the video stores, maybe that is the future of a movie theater is it's the social aspect. You're buying a ticket. You're watching a movie. You're talking through it. You're using your phone. Certainly not what I would like or that I'm used to. But you know what? I'm at the age that I built a home theater, and I don't fucking need to go to these places to see movies. Yeah. So, um, I mean, AMC might be on to the right thing. Nonetheless, they cave to their outspoken right. people and they're not going to allow texting. Instead, they're going to, you know, uh, technological advancements, improve their theaters. I don't think the theaters need improving. No, I think I need well, to not well, spend $14 on a bucket of popcorn and right. $9 on a bucket of sugar water. Like, a, I don't fucking want a seventy-nine ounce fucking Coke. Like, can I just get twelve ounces and no. I'll give you two dollars no. or a dollar? It. No. So, and it's not even the, for me. What keeps me away from the theater is the annoying talking people. Yeah. But the next step from that is I don't want to spend a ridiculous. I don't want to finance a night. No, out. no, no, absolutely. Yeah. And no. when I start thinking in terms of I'm going to spend 50 to $75 for Deanna and I to go see a movie, I'm like, I would rather spend 50 to $75 for us to go to a nice restaurant yeah. with, you know, a couple other friends. And, and I don't even mean like, you know, a fucking expensive. When I say a nice restaurant, we go to Outback with, yeah. you know, a couple of friends bullshit for three hours, yeah, talk the about the movies we might see, <laughs> and yeah. then come home and fucking, you know, Watch, watch a movie. something that you've but already seen before. Here's this that's the social aspect that now I'm trying to replace with the music store. So maybe yeah. they're on to something with the texting and all that, and that's what kids want, and they can go socialize and text and Instagram yeah, it's, screenshots. It's, and, it just still boggles my mind because it's just like I remember as a kid going to the movies with my dad, and if you ate your popcorn too loud, he would like say something. Oh, it was yeah. just because like people with rappers, yeah, because yeah. it was just rude. And I'm like, I, I picked that up. As a really, really young, like I was five or six, and I could sense, yeah, this is the way to go because it's the theater in him mm-hmm. to the movie theater. It's the same thing. You go to a theater to see whatever. A lot but, of a lot of money and a lot of time goes into that. So shut the fuck up and let the performers perform. And the same thing with the movie. Shut up, watch the movie, talk about it afterwards because literally it's an hour and a half or two hours. You can shut up and you can actually watch the movie. But this day and age, OCD, ADHD, you know, a million, two other things going on. The social media aspect, of course, is huge. But it's just like, seriously, it's two hours of your fucking time of your life. If it's that important, then don't go out. But that's just what movies have no, become. Absolutely. That's because not, but, movies originally yeah. were travel logs 
in a way to you walked up to a, a machine, a, a pictograph, and you looked into it and you put your quarter in it, or actually you paid an attendant originally right. before it became coin operated. Uh, that was an original yeah. movie. And then when air conditioning came about, oh, yeah. movies were a place where you could go cool off and they showed newsreels. So you got to imagine mm-hmm. that at that changeover, there's some crabby old dodger like your dad saying, I remember when these were just travel logs and we could, you know, just go up and look at whatever specific place we wanted to see. Now yeah. we have to sit in a room with a bunch of other people and watch the news. Yeah. And then at some point it became about, you know, silly 1950s movies and uh, for the kids to go out on dates on, which kind of is always stuck. But um, for the kids to go see and you can imagine the crabby old Dodgers then going yeah. in my day, the theater was where you learned to that you went to learn about the news right. and Stalin and Hitler and like what was going on, was in, the going on in the world. It was an important place to go. And, you know, now it's for these silly little, you know, bebop, Elvis Presley, Frankie yeah. Valley, whatever fucking movies yeah, exactly. that are playing. And then, I mean, you even you go 50s, 60s, 70s. It's not cinema. Right. Like Ben-Hur and those movies are very rare. Orson yeah. Welles, uh, uh, whatever the fuck. What's the name of the movie? That I, Citizen Kane. Yeah. These are rare movies. Right. Most movies are popcorny, yeah. schleppy, just people singing. Well, and even and like the dating. double feature, you know, it was, it was Doris it was made, Day. Yeah, it was made it, for the double feature. So, so you'd have the, the adult movie at first, like the Doris Day movie, and then there was always the B movie. And that's why it's called the B movie. Mm-hmm. It was like the B. Re- it was like, eh, it's the piece of shit horror movie or sci-fi. Well, that's movie as we or, get into the sixties and seventies, or Elvis movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine then. One, the exploitation flick, the horror yeah. movie or the black exploitation or the, you know, uh, sex exploitation or whatever. Yeah. When those start coming out in the 60s to 70s yeah. and you have the old Dodgers going, in my day, we went and saw good quality movies with yeah. Doris Day and Rock Hudson yeah. and, you know, all that. And now they're, you know, these slasher flicks. Of course, you get into the 80s, I guess it becomes even deeper and more slasher flicks because like 70s would be. 70s would be really horror exploitation yeah. and exploitation of every genre. And then it's what? Friday the 13th is 1978? Yeah. Because that's really the birth of the slasher flick. Possibly. But okay. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Nothing there are yeah, slasher yeah, movies that existed before it, but yeah. Jason Voorhees yeah. puts it on the map yeah. and makes it mainstream. Well, because Halloween, Halloween, it was ba- basically what Carpenter was going to do was just a one off. He was just making a babysitter movie and he didn't even think anybody was going to see it. Friday the 13th. They, but they went. They went big. They Halloween were. one isn't a slasher flick. It's no, no, a no, madman no, movie. Yeah, right. No, that's why. That's why. But right. he he changed the idea. He you know he changed it. And Friday Thirteenth, Frank Mancusa Jr. and those people were just like, no, we're just going to have a bunch of teenagers right. fuck and get killed. That's the pinnacle that of it. it. Let's like, let's slaughter a bunch of kids. Story. We don't give a shit about anything. Let's so, slaughter yeah. a bunch of kids. So that's really the birth of the slasher movie. Yeah. And that takes us into the 80s where now you've got a bunch of crabby old Dodgers saying, I remember Easy Rider and all of yeah. that. So it never fucking ends all no. the way to today, um, which to bring this back around to the music and the venue thing, uh, the kids aren't going out no. because they're digitally connected. Yeah. And it's not going to see a band perform live why because they can see a live video on their phone and they can listen to you know higher quality music and they don't have to pay these prices that they can't afford which was always the issue like since day one since day one for kids is like you know you got to get money for mom and dad to go see a movie you got to beg for money to you know to go uh and back in uh, the day it was like a quarter like you said quarters nickels 
you know, a couple of dollars. There's still there. a lot, a lot and of like money even like a Friday night, you know, type of thing. It was like maybe five bucks, right? Know, with, with popcorn, you know, seven or eight bucks or whatever. And now it's just like, like your you parents saying, expected you to buy one ticket and stay at the theater all fucking day. Two days. I yeah. Mean, two movies. Yeah. Because yeah. go sneak in. Go. go one. Leave. No, right. but it's like, just leave us alone for four hours. Right. Yeah. That was, that was expected. Um, so today, you know, even that evolution, you wanted music, you had to beg for that, but then came out cassette tapes and you could record. I mean, you could with eight tracks, but that was a super pain in the ass. But yeah. cassette tapes really revolutionized that. Where now you were asking your parents to get you blank tapes so yeah. you could record music off of the radio. Yeah, which is hilarious. And today it's just you pop over to YouTube, you can down. You I can mean, do anything the, you want. It's the crazy. kids can figure out how to get it all for free. I can figure out how to get it all for free. Yeah. Um, there was a song recently that Deanna really liked, sort of a reggae song, and she couldn't find it on iTunes. And uh, it, I think it's because it's a DJ remixing someone else's right. music to be... So iTunes couldn't do it or something. Yeah, It's just not there yeah. yet. He, he was a popular DJ producer, so like a Oakenfold type guy. Um, but I was like, that's weird. It's on YouTube, but it's not available yeah. on iTunes. And they know damn well that every kid would just rip it from... I mean, I can just rip it from YouTube and hand it to her, and Absolutely. here you go. But she was the idea of the 99 cents song or a buck 29 now is it's just so easy and it's only a buck that yeah. why go through the bother of ripping it? Um, which, you know, Netflix coming about and Hulu of, okay, I can just pay a dollar to watch this TV show. I'm not going to go steal it. Yeah. Uh, most of the stealing comes in of like, Oh, I got to pay $75 to go see the force awakens in the theater. I'll just download it. Um, so anyway, so yeah, getting the kids out to these venues, um, concert venues and i don't i think i'm a, I'm a concert i'm still a concert goer i i'm going well, to sure but you're a crabby old dodger yeah, this but is I'm the like, way that I'm you grew up main tonight and again you just oh you are there. tonight yeah. we're at tonight for them they're playing oh, tonight oh, okay, tomorrow. Cool. sold out which is kind of amazing but you sit there and you're like yeah where are your seats i i don't even remember the forum you know it's not we're loge like two or three rows we're not on the floor thankfully okay you're so we actually have seats your so loge nice. loge at the forum loge or, is uh was the buck the um the bottom, whatever the bottom one is. The 100s. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. 100s is the first tier. Yeah, and then 200. And, yeah. Right. 200 is the Loge because those are the, the seats that were uh, box seats that you bought. The Loge is actually what uh, people bought for uh, sports. Yeah. Well, you buy the year round. What the, the fuck year is round. The yeah. fucking annual pass. I don't, what the heck? No, well, you buy box seats. It's yeah. box seats, right? Yeah. yeah. You, when you buy box seats at an event, at a, yeah. at a, you can still do it. Venue. Uh, whatever. But yeah, again, but it's just, uh, it's, it's also kind of strange when like Guns N' Roses played, uh, the Troubadour, you know, a couple weeks ago and tickets were, you know, $6 trillion, um, almost immediately cause it's sold out cause it's such a tiny place. But then the Troubadour streamed it live. Mm-hmm. So what's the point, you know, then, then right there yet again, it's like, what is the point of actually trying, you know, it's like, Oh, I was there. It's like, okay. That's, you know, that is kind of cool, I guess, but most people don't even give a shit about that anymore. You know, and, they really don't. And these days you, you know, can you, like, you just stay home or you just like, you look at on your phone and it, people are driving and looking at their phone and they're seeing something right their life. And you're just, it, it boggles my mind. It's like, it, it used to be that you, not only were you there, but you got the t-shirt. Oh yeah. Well, no. Yeah. You and had these a, days you yeah. can watch it online and order the t-shirt and order a t-shirt and have Amazon deliver it to you in an hour and yeah. have a really cool 1970s us festival t-shirt yeah. 
That's brand new. Yeah, it's brand new somehow, and you, you, and, you just got it, and you're just like... And you've never been to the US Festival. Right. You weren't even born when the US yeah, Festival exactly. was around. Um, so, yeah, it's very... It's, the US Festival is Lollapalooza, kids. Yeah. <laughs> 1981, there was about 60 bands played out in the middle of absolute nowhere. It was and post-Woodstock, pre-Lollapalooza. Yeah. And it was funny, too, because like, there was, like, what, 100,000 people there, but I think 20 million people say they were there. So it's one of those very... Well, that's the same as like Woodstock, yeah, Woodstock. I, I think, as yeah. well. Yeah. Although the Woodstock, Us, there was a lot of people there, but you know, there the wasn't The Festival, I, I think it's like in year two or three that yeah, the, yeah, uh, it becomes there. Woodstocky, where like people are knocking down the fence. Yeah. Like there's just so many fucking people yeah. showed up that weren't prepared for. Yeah. So uh, the, the biggest news that has happened in the past, uh, I guess, about a week um, that you you have uh haven't been here to talk about Uh-oh. but the important thing that we need to talk about is the walking dead yes the finale of the walking dead i'm yes. sure you've seen it absolutely there will be spoilers here if people haven't i don't know it's about dead. spoilers yeah well, i'll it, spoil yeah, we're, okay. we're going to talk about the walking dead All so right. so there. who the 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 main the big story the big thing is who dies in the walking dead and negan who does negan uh, kill lucille is going to kill Lucille's the bat. Um, yes, the Lucille bat. will be killing somebody pretty popular. Um, who do you think? He, who do, who think do he I think it's going to yeah. be? I honestly, because it uh, may not I, be who the comic book says no, it's going to be. The comic book says it's Glenn, right? Uh, for per, for purposes uh, for the Negan story, because he like he wants to control the group, and then he just kind of takes over and kills everybody off anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the TV show. I I think he's going to really really they're get, I think Walking Dead is really going to go out of their way to upset people even more mm-hmm. and he's going to kill off one of the girls and I think it's going to be a very like uh, you know like anti you know just a very uh, holy shit I can't believe he's going to kill a you know woman so I think Maggie or you know one of them is going to get it um, just to just to really stir up the shitstorm even more. Because like the the publicity they're getting out of these two shows, Glenn getting killed supposedly, and then he comes out of you know underneath uh, the trash can. Right, uh, that was the season, the B season. Yeah, under. and and this, it's just people are still talking about it, like unbelievable, like all over the internet, like hundreds of thousands of people are signing petitions because they want to know what happens, and you're like, <laughs> um, it's a few months away, guys. Just you can wait, and and it's like you can literally wait. It's gonna come in October. And it'll be the first show because Nicotero, Greg Nicotero, the make you know the director and the makeup guy, he's already promised, he's already guaranteed. Like, it's going to be the first thing that you're going to see. So you're the answer will be on the first show. Um, I hope it's I hope it's some uh, you know somebody like Daryl just to really fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Daryl. I think you know it's one of the best characters ever on television. I love uh, every but, character on the show, and I would like to see every single one of them die. Absolutely, it's what I love about Game of Thrones, and yeah. what I used to really love about Walking Dead, and hasn't happened in a long time. Well, it hasn't happened because they killed off. Like, it's literally now they're down to the Star Trek. It's like whoever's in red, you know, whoever you know has like just the, the no name, you know, badge. Like, right. Oh, that person, you know, he's going to which die. sucks, which sucks. Well, well yeah, majorly, yeah. Um, this the, the the stuff that really needs to happen has happened, which is nice. I, I think screwing everybody up, thinking Glenn got killed that way. It's like I remember, like I felt weird, and you're like, God, I'm so into a show that I felt fucking weird because a main character almost got killed. 
And I'm like, that's good television when you're actually feeling these things. Right. And like this ending, like everybody it was like a 50-50, like, oh, this is the worst show ever. Or me, I was like, that's the best ending they could ever fucking do because now they're gonna, you're going to be talking about this for six fucking months. The ending and, was smart, and it was smart because uh, they need you to like Negan. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's if the you, new story. right, and whoever Negan beats the shit out of, no, he's going to kill. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who he, you know, would yeah. you would kill, uh, but whoever he beats the shit out of, if you saw that at the season ender, you would hate Negan all summer right. and not like him Absolutely. when you know October rolls around. So it's important. People are people don't hate Negan. There's no backlash against no. Negan right now. It's no. who's Negan going to kill, right? But. Once we get into uh, the new episode in October, September, or October? October. Is it October? Um, about two weeks, usually about two weeks before Halloween. They're going to, whoever Negan kills, Negan then immediately has to save the cat. Negan has to make us like him in that first episode. Like, that first episode is going to be Negan's episode. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. He's, he, there's going yeah. to be something of like, oh, I'm so traumatized that blank died, but... Negan's fucking insanely badass. Yeah. And I, and it, it was that's super why, smart why, ending. That's why it has to be Daryl. Because the other biggest question is, or the other, the other sideline thought is, and they talk about this a little bit in talking dead for people who watch, but Rick's group is a terrible group. now. Yeah. Like they're worse than the governors yeah. uh, or the governor group, whatever they are. If they're, you they're followed, the they're the wolves. They're the wolves. If yeah. you, which the wolves, worse. the wolves may still exist, but they're um, they're actually worse than the wolves. Yeah, and especially like the way that Rick, they went in and they just you know slaughtered the saviors uh, in the middle For of the no night, no reason whatsoever. Right, just like, so they could get food. No reason. Just so they could get food from another group. Right. Um, so you know, Rick's group has become really bad people, and if you followed Negan from day one, uh, you would probably these people would be a super annoyance to Negan and you would want these people dead if you were following Negan's story. Mm -hmm. So it's important that this summer goes through and you start to question that and think about who Negan is. Um, Now, when I watched the show, I, I specifically recall Negan never saying that he was going to kill somebody. Negan is some, one of you has got to get a beat down for, he says one of you is going to get a beating. Now that bat with the spikes on it, clearly you know you get hit no, in the head. Actually, looks like no, something but, that's going to kill group, someone. No, the group actually says two different times before they blew him up with that missile rock, the missile. We always kill one. They that's said, what they, that's but what that wasn't Negan. That no, was Negan one actually. Of, Negan actually says he goes in our in our world. I always kill one. So when he confronts them, he says he's just going to beat them up. Now, in Talking Dead, the actual show runners said that that's when they really started saying someone was going to die. Yeah. That someone was definitely going to die. So I was surprised at that point because I was like, I don't know. I think here's, here's the other the big problem with the ending and where they fucked up. They pussied around. That mid-season ender has Glenn die. Yeah. Then episode whatever seven one the episode before this they make it look like Daryl gets shot and killed, right. which we all knew that Daryl doesn't die just because of the hokey way that they did it. But they were like trying to pretend like Daryl died, right. and the amount of fucking blood that hit that screen I don't think would come out of a arm wound. Um, that was clearly like a fucking chest wound, like a, there was just yeah, yeah yeah that splatter. So there was too much blood, and they really they're they're dangling this carrot. And that becomes super annoying. So for me, if they start the next season and they don't kill 
a major player. They don't kill Glenn or Daryl or I wish they would fucking kill Rick. They don't kill one of those people. Then uh, uh, I'm if they just kill a girl, if they kill Rosita, which the the layout is, is he Negan looks to his right and says, if uh, Carl, if someone starts screaming or saying something, rip out Carl's other eye and feed it to Rick. That indicates that somebody dies on the left, the left of Rick. And if you go by the left of Rick, you've got female wise, you have Maggie, Michonne and Rosita. And in, like what you say, if you're going to take out a girl, it's going to be Rosita. Then Rosita isn't is, again, not a big enough player. She isn't like I like Rosita, but Rosita hasn't been with us, you know, for fucking three seasons. She's not like someone that we super, super love and care about, like Maggie, um, which I don't think Maggie's going to die because Maggie's, you know, Maggie's die. has this, you know, baby thing going on I or whatever. Gonna, I think she's going to die. And the story with. Uh, but that's so close to where Rick is. I don't know. I don't. I, Maggie. No, 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 no. I, I think here's the other thing. Negan not, not, not getting killed by Negan. I think she's going to die off. Oh, the, sure. The Hopefully they all fucking die. But I'm talking about who Negan kills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, is Negan, if Negan's going to kill one, he's got to send a message. Yeah. And you don't send a message by killing a weak member. And I don't mean female by right. being weak, because all the way on the other side is Eugene, who's been beat up. And I think Eugene is weak. And actually, I think Daryl is weak because Daryl's been shot in the arm right now. So anybody who is sitting in front of him that is weak, that is already hurt or injured, that you don't send a message that way. The way you truly send a message is taking the head off the snake. And that's fucking Rick. And Rick's story this season, you know, he got together with Michonne. We've seen Carl. Um, Carl lost his mother. Carl, there, Carl's somewhat girlfriend his only suitor is a girl who's lost her parents so clearly the evolution of this story would be for carl to lose his other uh, parent rick to go away head of the snake is gone and now carl must man up in this world and we follow his and uh enid's journey as they're probably going to get together and that becomes what the next level would be that that would be the logical next step killing glenn makes sense because i guess it's in the comic book and because uh, when when Maggie came out, like of the group, what was that? Dogs. <laughs> um, Negan knows nothing of these people. Knows that Rick's the leader, but and maybe knows a little bit about Daryl, but knows nothing. But clearly, they showed uh, uh, there was a connection between Glenn and Maggie. So yeah. if you were to just look at this group and don't know anything, you could assess that you're going to hurt people by killing Glenn. Um, cause people here seem to care about Glenn. So the comic book and the internet and people who've analyzed any, meeny, miny, mo and such think that it's Glenn or that it's possibly Daryl. Um, it would be cheesy as fuck if he killed someone to the left of, uh, uh, Rick because of the way that it's shot. It's clearly got to be to the right. And I think that there would be bullshit if he killed, killed someone in the right well, of him. Well, he can't turn around while he's, you know. He can't say it's going to be you and then kill somebody Yeah, but they're, they start because to... Because, ne- like, Negan's character, like, I don't read the comic books, but Negan is a prick. There's one thing, and this is where uh, they they sort of got away with it with Glenn, but they really pushed it with Daryl getting shot in the arm. They yeah. got away with, it, with Glenn in the trash can, but they really pushed it with Daryl in the arm. And when you... A cliffhanger is a cliffhanger, but when a cliffhanger is camera trickery... Yeah. It's 
cheesy. Yeah. It's just fucked it, it up. Can't, it can't be cheesy. Yeah. It's like uh, um, Glenn, when you watch would... when you watch uh, David Copperfield or, you know, whatever, uh, who's the other magician, mind, of whatever. You watch magic on TV. Yeah. You can't have a lot of camera cuts. Right. Particularly when the trick is going on, because the audience just doesn't believe it. Right. That movie um, with Woody Harrelson in it. You, you can see me, or yeah, you yeah. can see me, which was mildly entertaining. Me, yeah. But none of the tricks in the movie were possible without filmmaking technology. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, so you sat there and and went, all right. Well, I mean, I was entertained. The story was mildly entertaining. There was funny bits, and it was amusing. But I didn't buy it no. at all because it's all camera trickery. Yeah. There, nothing felt authentic. And you watch Penn and Teller or somebody do a magic trick. There's a point where that camera locks and we don't cut and we just stay on it because the and audience still, has to believe they it. Still, fuck you over because they're magicians, right? But Penn Teller's fun because they'll tell you the camera. You know, they'll tell you the trick, and that's the art. And the right. same thing transitions over into the finale of Walking Dead yeah. or in any TV show. When you start a real cliffhanger like this, yeah, yeah. When you start tricking the cam, the audience with camera work and not with story. It sucks. Right. It's shit. And yeah. I, there's a good possibility that if they don't kill a major player, they might lose me as a viewer. Uh, mm. Because this past season, like, th- there's a lot of stupid shit. In this fina- final episode, they're trying to get Maggie. They're on a pill. Well, number. Okay, let's let's <laughs> rewind one episode. Um, I don't care how badly your only medical professional wants to kill somebody. You're not letting your medical professional leave Alexandria to potentially get killed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're du- I mean, yeah. this is fucking stupid. Well, the, the second she walked out, I knew she wasn't coming back. Right. Because you, you, you have to put two and two together. Right. You don't. Those people, like you said, those people don't go. And I'll fast forward to probably where you're going, maybe. But that's why Carol was going complete ape shit. Like, Maggie, you're a mom. You stay home. Right. And I think that's why Carol had her breakdown was because, like, nobody's making any sense. Like, everybody's doing what they want, which is, you know, whatever, because this is the apocalypse. But at the same time, like, you're pregnant. You stay home. Mm-hmm. You're the nurse slash doctor. You stay in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain things that you do in reality. So I don't know if that's where you were going. But, yeah, absolutely. It's sidetracking it, like, with Carol's breakdown. Yeah. When, Sorry, I mean, I just, when Carol I, was captive, uh, when her and Maggie yeah. were being held prisoner, and we were watching that episode and trying to figure out is Carol breaking down or yeah. is Carol fucking with these people? Yeah, no, she was breaking down. She was done. Which I hated because I, oh, I really, it. I love that Carol's breaking down. Yeah, but I really wanted, I really would have ha- rather had Carol that been Carol's last stand. Like she was diabolical like this was her fucking like she was not breaking down but she was fucking with them and then after that her being so fucked up about what she just did that then the breakdown happens like to watch her find god and religion and all that sort of stuff in those moments and what she had before she became carol who she is now trying to be the carol of the past right but there's always been these hints like she hints at the little boy that, you know, I'll kill you if you don't do as I say type right. things. But this particular moment with her being captive would have been we we actually see Carol putting her psychotic, manipulative nature to work oh, yeah. as opposed to her. We see her say things like she threatens the boy, 
Um, and then we see her be a badass, but this was like her actually using fucking yeah. psychology yeah. to fuck these people over. And I, I thought it, I was so disappointed when it wasn't that way, but back to Denise, who the doctor who goes out and gets killed. Yeah. When she walks out, I'm like, why the fuck is they letting her leave? The only reason they're letting her leave is because they want to kill her. Now it still caught me off guard because it came, it comes great, out of nowhere. Great, yeah. It was great. a great killing. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. They were going to kill her. I forgot. Yeah. Cause <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, I'm right. like, why is why she is leaving? She leaving? Right. That's fucking dumb. And then at the uh, end of the episode, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, so many dumb things like when they had all those walkers in the quarry you and you want to lead them away like mm-hmm. no they're all in one place blow them up that when, yeah yeah it, it was like it was great it was a great visual to have all those extras and that's because, the problem yeah because well, they yeah, go no. filmmaking wise they go oh but it'll be so good looking to fucking bring all these walkers three miles down the road and they'll some of them will get bullshit don't know the logic is we don't let the doctor leave. The logic is we just set these fucking walkers on fire. Now, yeah, but they know that doesn't kill them. So then, in the episode yeah. where Carol leaves, and this is another annoyance that I have. And I, for me, it's all about logic. Carol walks out the gate mm-hmm. and steals, takes a car. But when she walks out outside the gate is a walker that is uh, got a thing through him stuck to a car. Uh, got some sort of spear holding him to a car and the walkers making its noise or whatever. You wouldn't do that. Like you're wa- a, a walker making noise brings other walkers. So you don't want a noise making walker making noise by your front gate. So you're oh, okay. in, yeah. and it's 10 feet out the gate. So you're just going to open Eugene can open the gate, walk out, stick it in the head, come back in and you're done. Plus you have people up on a fucking yeah. high platform that are trying to look out for what might be coming and listen for what might be coming and something nearby going rah, rah, makes no fucking sense. Like there's no logic to this. Also, when you're out, look, <laughs> the zombie apocalypse has happened. Yes. Step one, we need to secure this area. Step two, we need food. Step three, we need to branch out. You need to start, like military effort, you need to start pushing back and pushing back. And that means every walker you run into, you kill. You take a knife and you put it in its head. You just, whatever you can do, because one less walker is one less locker that everybody has to deal with. You start annihilating these walkers. And nobody fucking does that. And that makes no sense either. Because... You know, we've seen in every alien invasion movie from, you know, the beginning of fucking time, they come, chaos happens, and then we group up and we start killing these fucking people. Like, if someone invades our country, we're like, oh, my God. And then we start fucking killing them. You you start annihilation. So the idea that they let walkers live is fucking dumb. The walker outside the gate is dumb. The zombies coming out of the quarry is dumb. Denise is dumb. And then we get to the finale and they're trying to take Maggie to go get an ultrasound because, you know, Maggie's zombie baby. I got news for you. Maggie's only fucking like, you know, six weeks pregnant. There's no zombie baby. It's a little fucking fetus. And if it dies in her and becomes a zombie, it has no arms or teeth or anything. It's just a fucking tadpole. Anyway, those those were kind of funny ramblings on the Internet. though. What about the zombie baby? A six week. Well, yeah, because you know, it's like the, six or eight weeks. The, you know, the few right. Christian right that actually watch the show. All of a sudden, I guess it's in six a life. Weeks, yeah, no, but like no, but like in six weeks, I guess it's going to be a full grown baby. And you're like, really? Have you not <laughs> noticed it takes and, nine months? Yeah, the nine month thing, six weeks. Yeah. So they're trying to get Maggie there, and their group 
they're the first thing that they're they get an RV and they put oh this is the other thing we get an RV and we put Eugene in it. Now, in a previous previous episode, we learned that our most valuable commodity is bullets, right? And we discover that the only person here who knows how to make that is Eugene. He's not leaving Alexandria. He's right. like a fucking doctor now. We need this guy. Yeah. He's not going to go out. and We're not going to take him out to kill people. Yeah. There's more important. Everybody has their role to play, and there's more important but efforts just, for these people the, to do. But at the same time, the the few little – I'm going to cut you off here. The few little speeches that Rick does, I think people are drinking the same Kool-Aid in that they are invincible. Like they have this thought process like if we're together, nothing can beat us. Because Rick actually says that twice. He says it to Michonne, and then he says it to Maggie in you know in the RV or whatever. It's like when we're together, we can you know nothing bad's ever going to happen to us. Blah blah blah. And I think the other people have that same kind of attitude and that same you know gusto. And I think uh, it de- it de- doesn't make sense whatsoever. A long time ago, it, de- it goes against logic because nothing is invincible in this scenario of the zombie apocalypse. So. I completely agree with you on the logical side of things, but at the same time, when the shit that they've gone through and the shit that they've done, uh, they, I think, I think Carol, you, you see it in Carol's face when all those guys in the truck, and she's like, please, right. please great just moment. Leave. No, but she's like, please, just leave. Right. And it's that, literally like that Hulk, like, don't, don't mess with me because I'm going to turn into the Hulk right now. Right. I know myself. But I think she's getting away from the Kool-Aid. I think she's walking away and trying to get back to the logical state of this is how it should be. The doctor stays. The guy that can make bullets stays. The mom stays. What the hell's going on with this group? I think she's losing it because she is now believing Rick. She's believing that she's invincible. And then she goes around and she kills everything that moves. And, be, you know, because she, she has that, like, that, that ego that Rick, you know, is, you know, spewing on him. But I think Negan, of course, you know that's that what Negan, that's what Negan now, and uh, Scott Gimple are going to do. Uh, the showrunner is like, no, you're you're actually going to die now. Now Morgan in that scene explains to Rick uh, why it's okay for people to live because, uh, oh, what is it? Morgan saved the wolf. The wolf saved Denise. Denise saved Carl. Right. And I was like, but. If Morgan never saved the wolf, Denise would have never been in jeopardy right. and never needed saving. Right. So it doesn't fucking hold water. Right. It's a nice little so, speech. But that's but, the thing. It, but, but that's the thing. I, it, again, I don't think any of them, anything quote-unquote logical is coming up because of that. Oh, back to logic. Okay. Yeah, Rick, Rick thinks he's badass. They're in an RV. They approach uh, six saviors in the middle of the road, maybe eight, eight yeah. saviors in the middle of the road. And they're like, all right, let's go around. No. Yeah. Let's backtrack a quarter mile. Let's get out, hike up these hills and mm-hmm. fucking take them out sniper style. Yeah. Like there's eight guys. Yeah. And then when you get to when you backtrack and find another way and your other way has got 15 guys, now it's time to just go back to Alexandria. Yeah. You're not succeeding. No. This is not going to happen because then the next one has walkers in front of it. But again, now, but again, it goes to his ego. That's the thing. It's like it's going against. Logic. But his ego should be: we should kill all these fuckers. Like, 
And Abraham, too, who's driving that thing, they should just be like, Maggie's fucking sick. We'll just run them down. Which, run them down, when they come into the zombies that are chained up, they're like, we can't run them over. What might it do to the RV? It's not going to do anything in the RV. You're going to plow them down and keep fucking going. They get out, and this is, again, filmmaking, grandstanding. Oh, it'll look so good. They can't drive through these eight walkers, so they'll get out, and they'll kill them by hand. Why? Why? Just fucking drive. Just run them over. Rick took a, a machete and cut off a walker's arm, and that broke the chain. I'm sure the fucking RV would have plowed them down. They're yeah. worried about the RV. So, and then, and so that has no logic. And then we get to but the there point. there was logic there because there was a chain wrapped around all the walkers. You would have just fucking drove over the chain. If they wanted to see what the chain was all about. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the ultimate comes in yeah. when Eugene is now going to drive the RV as a decoy. And yeah. uh, the rest are going to try and get Maggie in another thing. And I'm like, they're sacrificing Eugene. Yeah. They're sacrificing Eugene for Maggie's life. Right. That's what's happening. The one guy who knows how to make bullets as well, which goes back to the whole Denise thing. Why is he leaving? Oh, they're going to kill him today. Yeah. Um, which they didn't in this episode, and I Not don't yet. think they will in the next episode. But no, Eugene actually is going to be around for a while. But there is ju- there's just so much stupidity, which takes me now to the next one. <laughs> Have you watched Fear the Walking Dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you like Fear the Walking yeah. Dead? See... I like I like it all. I like it all because whether it makes sense or not, I I Well I you you give to, you give horror a pass on a lot of things. Oh yes. So, well yeah. of course I do. But my the ultimate, As any horror lover should. Yeah. But the ultimate thing that I look for in a horror movie is choices. It's the choices that you make. Sometimes they're really stupid and sometimes they're like they're really good. What I like about the Walking Dead world is they're constantly having a choice you, you you go this way or you go that way it's very simplistic i enjoy that simplicity and then the camera work and the special effects and the violence and gore for regular television i find fascinating that they're actually getting away with a tenth of what they're getting away with because like when i was a kid uh you know a team hello you know they shot seventeen thousand bullets and people walked away like you know what's you know right n- n- not even being shot so it's like just from me being a kid to now me being like a big kid um, to watch what television can do now. I enjoy the fuck out of it. When it comes to logic, nine times out of ten, it's completely illogical. Like there, there's there's always stuff like I would choose a different route. I would I would personally choose a different thing. I just go I, I just kind of go with it because you're just like, well, that's his choice. That's her choice. Like Carol walking away, that's her choice. Doesn't make any sense, but. That's her choice, and it's like, and it's good drama. It's good. For, it's good for drama effect. And here we are again talking about a TV show that doesn't even. None of this exists. So it's also to me very interesting. I don't that we're disagree. talking about this. And ten years ago, when this comic book came out, I, I'm assuming people are even talking about the comic book like this. I, I don't so disagree I with choices. I, Choi- huh? Choices are good. Yeah. Carol's choice to leave, I'm fine with. Right. That's, that no, no, doesn't no, that's bother. That's what me. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But it's like. Everybody, everybody, like Rick's, the way he's choosing life right now is ridiculous. And yes, he needs to be punished. You need, you know, you just sit there and you're like, dude, you're an idiot. Like what you're doing he's right now. killed. Right. No, but he does because it's like, everybody's like, well, you know, Rick's, you know, our leader. And you're like, Rick's a fucking madman. Right. He's, he's, he's completely and totally lost. It. There is no logic to what he's doing now. Right. 
you know, and so that's the choices he's making. I think this one where Carl looks at him and more, you know, everybody's looking at him like, dude, are you serious? I mean, do you know what you're doing? Like, this doesn't even make any sense, dad. This doesn't make any sense, Rick. It's like that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I kind of like, I still go with the flow. Um, I still enjoy it. I really, really like Fear of the Walking Dead. The only thing that Deborah and I too, the only thing I want out of these shows, which hopefully someday we'll get is where did it originate? That's, that's my one, problem with Fear of the Walking Dead. That's because, the one thing, because Fear of the Walking Dead was literally like, it's happening here, it's starting in LA, right? and it's supposedly on that plane, and now we get to like the little snippet of the you know the plane crash or whatever, Yeah, and you're just like, okay, but where did it come from? And then they're saying, oh, this person came from such and such place. And then you're like, well, let's go there. So well, like, no, there's, there's the plane, always, like, it doesn't come from the plane. There's somebody on the plane. There's someone on the plane that has it, but the plane is trying to get away from it. It already exists when that plane takes no, off. No, 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 no. No, the plane, no, the plane, because you see it in the TV show, the plane is crashing into Los Angeles. Because they're, like, somebody, somebody oh, else. Oh, the, plane, the plane, plane brings it to L.A. Yeah, somebody but else. the plane is taking off from Arizona, I think. Is where but somebody but, on and the, the kid is put right. Yeah. The put the kid is put on the plane yeah. because it's it's attacking that area yeah. and they're trying to get it away. So I like I I want I want the and, and whether they do it or not, that's perfect. You know, that's completely totally up to them. I wanted to know where the original, like where this right. stuff came from. Right. Um, that will eventually happen. I can only assume uh, someday, maybe like the last show ever for The Walking Dead. But that's the only thing that I, that's the only logical thing that I can get out of, like, why haven't they shown, like, where this fucking thing came from? See, you know, and that, watching there, The Walking Dead, driving, that's where, that's what's been driving me nuts about both shows. Right. Okay. Because this is all, like, Fear of the Walking Dead is days and weeks after the beginning in L.A. You know, Walking Dead is months now. No, it's years. Now it's, it's years. No, no, like I mean, it's three started, or four years in. But it started. You know, and now it's, you know, like the movie 28 Days Later. Now it's kind of like it started about a month. You know, he woke up in right. the hospital right, right, right. To, to now. Um, but I would like them to go back to the original state. And, like, maybe that's another show because, yet again, they're talking about another spinoff. Right. Uh, which is fine. They can make 10 spinoffs because it's like, you know, I'll watch them. You can have 10 but, Law and Orders. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and, they, and most of them worked. So but, in in Walking Dead, I wanted to know where it came from, yeah. what's the origin of this, and all of that. And we explore it a little bit. They get to that like CDC place, yeah. and there's a couple of things. But there get it came to a point where I no longer cared where it came from. This is just what people right. were dealing with. Then they said, hey, we're announcing this new show, Fear the Walking Dead, and it's about the Inception, and right. it's in L.A., and I was into that, yeah. and I watched the first season. There were problems with the first season, major logical problems with the first season um, that are just done for grandiose filmmaking. Well, they had six, but they literally didn't know it was going to be a hit because it was just like we had. They knew they had a hit. They knew no, they were no, making no, a hit. no, no. But anyway, so then it the it, now we're only one episode in on Fear of the Walking Dead, but. It no longer feels like an origin. Right. It feels like oh, a this is just story. another group. Yeah. Now we're just going to go through and right. we're going to watch another gr- yeah. Walking Dead group. And that's the point that really annoyed me because I already have a group that I love and that I'm watching and a show that I'm watching about yeah. that. I don't need a new group. I don't need another soap opera. Right. Like I thought this was going to be a different angle mm-hmm. on like this outbreak is happening. How are we fighting it? Like what's in that sort of story? Yeah. Now, I, you know, they're on a boat, and I guess they're going to come in from the boat, 
And, uh, you know, then back on land and uh, they got a fucking problem and they're just going to roll from there and it's just going to be another Walking Dead. And then they're going to be like, Walking Dead Arizona, the Inception. And then we'll be with that for three episodes and then they'll be into that group. And so that's what's really bugging me about Fear of the Walking Dead is I wanted that origin when they especially they told me they were going to give it to me. And now it looks like, no, not getting it at all. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if and when they'll show it, but they have to show an episode of where it came from. That's, I mean, that's the only. I don't know. Only, do you watch, do you watch Last old, Man on Earth? Huh? Do you watch Last Man on Earth? What's that? You don't know what? You don't watch Last Man on Earth? No. Oh, my God. All right. heard it. It's a Fox show. It's a half-hour comedy. Oh, I don't watch them. Oh. Uh, it is. Uh, the only thing I watch on Fox is uh, L.A. Kings. Will Fort. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's, yeah. The, he's the last man right. on Earth. Um, cause, I've heard of, okay, I've heard of that. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so fucking silly good. No, uh, I, can't, I can't stand Fox. I have a hard time. It's, it's you don't watch Family Guy, huh? You don't watch well, repeats. You know, just away from Fox. Oh, so uh, I still give money and my time to Seth MacFarlane, but you know, or Seth or whoever. And, but it's not. Uh, yeah. What the hell is his name? Seth. I don't know. Seth. Anyway, Seth um, MacFarlane is the uh, horror no, guy. He's the, the make, uh, toy maker why the hell but, yeah i've totally anyway, blanked on that too but anyway it's like the the when you when you when you try to speak of logic in the horror slash sci-fi realm very few times like very few like if you really watch them like i have very few times it makes any sense and to me that's the beauty of it because it is seth mcfarland they're okay, both yeah. named seth mcfarland yeah. But, All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. The be- see to me why I liked it. You know, we're completely off Walking Dead right now. But why to you know why the movie it follows was so good to me. It resembled Phantasm in that it just it really kind of just like hmm? you just sit there and you're like that doesn't make too much sense. But it was interesting enough for me to sit there for an hour and a half. I thought it follows made a lot of sense. Well, yeah. But Walking Dead, I think they've kind of got off track. On the or- what like, didn't make sense? Huh? What didn't make a sense? A lot of people didn't like it follows because they thought, you know, it's supposed to be something. And you're like, it's, it is something. It's a disease. But um, Fear of the Walking Dead definitely has to, like I said, like this season or the next season, like somewhere in the next 10 to 20 episodes, they have to go back to this is where it started. They have to have that 28 days later scene where somebody killed the wrong monkey somebody kills the wrong bat and the blood you know gets on mm. somebody and they, they literally they have to have that scientific you know frankenstein lab scene mm. where the shit happens um but other than that it's just like i'll watch i'll i'll watch them all i don't care how many they make i just i find it like again like i said i find it fascinating that they're making choice a or choice b and then a zombie or somebody gets brutally murdered on television and it's just like this is insane this is absolutely insanity because there's no, like my mom or like my dad, my dad hates horror movies. Uh-huh. He'll see a commercial for Walking Dead and walk out of the room. Uh-huh. So it's just like that, you know, that right there shows like what they're actually doing on this program, which I love, you, you know, that they're actually doing that. They actually have the balls to do that. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. No, see, now, I'm back into Game of I'm really into it. Now, Game so. of Thrones, unlike Walking Dead, I don't find logic problems. No, well, Game of Thrones, but it, it, but again, it's now the budget's a lot more. But no, no, no. But, <laughs> but again, from the books that he he created a world, and that world's like whether you believe it or not, that world makes sense, right? Like The Walking Dead, who came from a comic book. I think Kurtzman and those guys were sitting around getting stoned, and they're just like they were just going with the punches. 
What happens? What would you do if somebody came in this room and they're a zombie? And boom, there's a whole story. There's like a whole book. So I think that a lot of it is based off of like, even like George Romero, the person who actually created this day and age, the zombie picture with Night of the Living Dead. You go back to that one. Mm -hmm. That was just like a comet hit something and then something happened and the dead come back to life. Right. Literally, it literally has no beginning. It has no, you know, this is how it happens. Right. You watch Game of Thrones and it's like, there's the rich people and then there's the poor people and then there's the monsters, Mm -hmm. you know, the dragons or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's folklore behind that. There's stuff there that is somewhat what you were calling, you know, logical. So it's just like that stuff is, you know, a little more believable. Here's the thing with logical. It follows as a good example. Yeah. Like any movie, there's movie magic and any movie that you go see, there's a certain amount of magic that we're going in for. If you go see, uh, Disney's cars, mm-hmm. cars talk. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of it, if cars start to fly, yeah. now logic is thrown out the window right. because you've set up a box, you've set up a world, and we're living in that world. Yeah. Um, I forget which piece of shit it is, <laughs> Vanilla Sky or Magnolia. When frogs start raining Magnolia. is when... The end of Magnolia. Okay, is when I'm like, what the... I mean, yeah. you know, this shit doesn't fucking belong. No. So... Uh, in It Follows, they set up, you know, magic, mumbo jumbo, whatever you want, yeah. that uh, you you pass this thing on and it follows right. you. And that's what that is. Now, those kids logically try to deal with this. And there's a few things, few choices in the middle of that movie, which, eh, you know, a little cheesy. I don't know that you necessarily go for. <laughs> but... Um, you know, you've, you're the kids in a typical horror movie. Like we're talking, we talked a lot about Walking Dead, and we talked a bit about uh, Friday the Thirteenth. There's that moment where you're yelling at the screen, "Why are you going back to the house?" Right. Well, you're going back to the house because we need you to go back to the Absolutely. house. Like the, we need you to die. Yeah, but you can't have every character run back to the house. Yes. Yeah. Some of the characters Jason has to run after and kill in various other locations. Right. They, you know. Uh, but there's that moment where you're just like, oh, the girl's so stupid. Why did she trip? Why did she run back to that? Right. So in It Follows, you're going to have that somewhere in the mil- middle where why would they do this? This makes no sense. But they they have to because that's it's a horror movie. That's right. what we're here to see. But they're not all of a sudden in the third act making a series of stupid choices like there's zombies chained in the road. Let's get out and look right. at them. There's there's guys with guns telling us we can't pass. We'll just go around. Like, I let's just leave these zombies alive. Like, there's just it's all sorts of shit like that that bugs me about. Right. It. So, because it's set up like what you're saying, both with cars, you've already set up. Rick has killed people for absolute no reason. So if he drives up an RV and there's six people there with guns and you have six people, well, that's a good chance that you know. You have a 50-50 shot of getting through those six people. That's correct. So logically speaking, and, and what you've seen before in the show is, fuck it, just go through those just, six people. Right, right. Just keep driving. Just fucking. They'll either get yeah. out of the way or they'll shoot. We can shoot back. Right. Some or of will sniper live, or them whatever. or whatever. Yeah. You're trying to save one of your own. Um, right. You know, and you clearly later so on you were willing to sacrifice Eugene. This is the, my problem with most action movies because you have typically an action movie sets up a badass villain yeah. who is willing to slaughter everybody who yeah. comes in his path. But the moment that he encounters Batman or Superman, he wants to talk to him. Right. And I'm usually sitting there going, no, no. When, <laughs> when Denise was killed in the walking dead and I, the savior, I don't know who he is. Right. 
Dwight. So Dwight kills Denise with an arrow, mm-hmm. has no idea who Denise is, right. but then doesn't kill anybody else that he's captured. Yeah. Why? He doesn't fucking care about these people. Take Daryl out. Yeah. To Dwight, Daryl has been a fucking pain in the ass. You have his bow. Don't fucking shoot him in the arm. Just fucking kill him. Right. Like, you killed Denise, yeah. so why wouldn't you kill Daryl? Yeah. You don't know that Daryl's a more important character to us than Denise. In your world, they're the same fucking person. So, But they have to have the cat and mouse. So, Yeah, but know, when certain action he, movies get it right, right. and the, the key to really getting it right is either your badass villain can never be in the same room and have the gun and really have the one up right. over your good guy. Yeah. They always have to be close to each other, a yeah. chase, but they well, can never just Dark Knight. That's why it's, blatantly have them. That's why it is one of the best ever. You don't, you don't like that one, I guess. Christian Bale versus Heath Ledger. I don't know. It was one of the best ever. Oh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight's okay. No, he's a really bad person, and Batman is supposedly somewhat good. Or yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, but they're ne- the only time they're ever together is at the end when the Joker, you know, loses. So it's like you know, and you know, it, it, anyway, to, it was kind of like opponent. Your point. <laughs> but, but but it works it, because like what you're saying. All right, you can't have the Joker in the room with ten bad guys with them with all guns. And then all of a sudden, Batman gets you know the gets weird. Away. The weird thing about that the Dark work. Knight is the Dark Knight is uh, not a hero movie. It's a villain no, 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 no movie. absolutely. It is the Joker's movie. Yes, uh, Batman sits around with his thumb up his ass, waiting yeah. for the Joker to do something. The, He's never actively trying to right. take solve. That, but that's why it works. What you were saying. But then we get into the illogical mumbo jumbo when we've got two boats and the buttons, and that's when things are. Oh, you don't like that? I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I thought it was it's been game. a while since I've it, seen it. I thought it was good Hitchcock. You know, the, you know the bombs under the table. You know, uh, it's it, great. Uh, it's, it's been a while anyway, since I've seen it, but, but, it, but, it, but it works because of what you're saying. But then there's this because, long battle scene that does Because really the good guy's over here, the, the bad guy's over right. here. And they're... I'll tell chess, you. It's a chess match. The beginning of The Dark Knight, that uh, bank robbery, oh, is one of the best pieces, one of the best 10 minutes of film ever. Ever. Um I could say the same about Independence Day one, the beginning when the fucking the ship is hovering oh, yeah, over yeah. L.A. Yeah. That is one of the best ten minutes in cinematic oh, history. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's followed by the worst ninety minutes in cinematic history. No, Independence not, Day is Independence not Day is pretty no, bad. No, not worse. Independence Day is. Did you see Indiana Independence Jones Day and the Crystal is, Skull? Is attacked. Did you see Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Yeah, that was really bad. That it, was two hours of the worst. Yeah. Film. In, from in, some of the best filmmakers ever in our lifetime. In, Independence Day is bad entertainment. No, oh, yeah, like absolutely. It's, it is popcorn. Yeah. But it opens with what could yeah. be such, like, this could be epic fucking that's when Oscar the writer, worthy, the greatest fucking that's movie when the writer, ever. That's and when then the it writer, becomes yeah. Attack from Mars or whatever. That's when the, the writer and the director are, like, right on board. And then all of a sudden some producer goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Are we making something to make money, or are you just going to kill everybody? Oh, we're going to kill everybody. No, you're not. I guess we're not going to kill anybody. We need a giant so, mechanical spider. Yeah, so I guess we're done. And, okay, we're not going to kill everybody, and Will Smith's going to save the day. That's so, probably yeah, it definitely true. changed. It definitely, you, you see some producers like, um, no, 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 no. We're not killing everybody in Act 2, like, even though we should. The Men in Black movies are silly fun. Yeah. And Independence Day opens with 10 minutes of, awesome drama and then follows with 90 minutes of silly fun and yeah. that's 
that's my problem. Like Twister, I love Twister. Twister opens, yeah. it's silly fun. It ends All silly fun. Yeah. Like it All that's you're getting what you're what you're yeah. buying. Pure but you're sitting there with Independence Day in that first ten minutes, you're going, Oh my God, I had no idea. Like this is this is Star Wars. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. No. No, this yeah. is because it was going down that path of very dark. It was we're like ripping that rug dark, out from yeah. under your feet, and yeah. this is just going to be a silly movie. Yeah. So, so yeah, so so again, action movies, horror movies, it, logic can it, it needs to be there, but at the same time, it, it you know, you, it, again, you gotta you gotta kill certain people, you gotta do certain people, you gotta you know, a, a lot of cat and mouse, and yes, people have to go back into the house, even though they should not go back in the house. They need to leave. They just get in the car. And move, right. And yeah. Move so many times in the horror movie, it's that, just right like, there, it's well, like, if you left, you'd well, be alive. That, that, that was 12 minutes and the movie's over because right. everybody left. Right. You're like, you know, we want Kevin Bacon to die in the first, you know, the, the movie. For right. No reason whatsoever. He's just sitting there reading a book and he gets killed for no reason whatsoever. That's uh, but it was a great kill. That's the first Friday. 13. Yeah, that's part one. Right. Yeah. For no reason. Just sitting there. And all of a sudden I thought he got. Oh, you know better than me. No, so I'm not. The, he got it through the neck. Through the neck. He was in bed. He was in bed. For he, no, That's what I'm saying. He was waiting on a girl. The girl leaves for no reason. She goes and gets killed, and then somehow the killer sneaks in. And they had him. sex. Yeah, that's why he dies. Well, I understand that yeah. part, but I'm saying it was just like logically speaking, it was just like, was it the killer over like three cabins right. down killing the girl, and then all of a sudden she's under back. the bed? Yeah, no. which in part one it's the mom. Yeah, uh, and, so the yeah. mom cannot be that stealth that, that to agile, get in and out of these stealth. cabins in the rain. Yeah. No, yeah, it doesn't. So like none of it, you, you just sit there like fuck it, I don't care, just kill everybody. And by the way, most for the most part, that you can't get away with that in horror today. Oh God, no. Um, no. I mean, there's some problems with horror today, but no. you cannot put your killer there and you know in the bathroom and then under the bed in those moments. But back <laughs> then, uh, horror was. Uh, his sin was having sex. Yeah. That was, you know, everybody mm-hmm. died who had sex, which yeah. is why the, sex and drugs. the virgin lives in the end. The girl who we never see naked. It's lives so in the funny. End. It's so funny though. If you watch the documentaries or if you watch like the making of type of thing and you, and you ask the directors and the people who write this stuff, you're just like, so you're saying that people who have drugs are going to get killed. And they're like, Oh, I never really thought of it that way. Yeah. Like, Every single person that has sex or has drugs is getting killed in your movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course it is. But subliminally or, you know, whatever, it's like, no, we're trying to just kill people. And you're like, no. Well, I, I think I really issue. feel that back as the, as the genre was evolving, they weren't trying to send a political message. No, no, absolutely. No, no. They were just yeah. like, well, why does he die? Right. Well, yeah. we need a sex scene. Yeah. Or, yeah, hey, the kids like drugs. So let's they gotta have beer and kids gotta have drugs or they'll drink and then, yeah. and then we'll kill them. We have to have them drink first. Because anyway. like even like even to go to the zombie thing, if you really if you really analyze like I have before, like the Night of the Living Dead, the the beginning of this mm-hmm. you know thing was it just happens out of nowhere. Just somebody attacks them at the cemetery. You right. don't really know why, and then all of a sudden they get to the house, and all of a sudden there's all these weird looking things, you know, barely moving and groaning and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're going to come, you know, they're coming at you, and you don't really know why. That kind of stuff, you know, is really cool. And then Dawn of the Dead, and the Day of the Dead, and Land, you know, the, the all his story, all of his story. Well, not Shaun of the Dead's not his, but like all of these stories, kind of just like it's it's just like a snippet. Like you know, this is like what happens. I really want, you know, what I really liked out of Twenty Eight Days Later was what you know they Danny Boyle was like. This is how it began, and I think that's what Scott Gimple and the, the people of Walking Dead have to fucking do. Um, for 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 people like me and maybe for like you, like we need some form of logic here. Why did this happen? 
where did it happen? Mm. How did it happen? I no longer care why it happened well, no, no, in The see, Walking Dead. But see, I thought that's what fear right. was about. See, and if fear is not going to be about that, I don't know that I care about right. fear much. See, yeah. the, but they're going to be lo- – I understand that part of losing you know, audiences. A lot of people are just like, oh, it's not gory enough. And you're like, really? Like 20 people died in this show. Mm-hmm. You know, 18 people were butchered. This isn't bloody enough for you. Or like this isn't – like watch a regular movie, just a movie, you know, whatever – 18 people aren't butchered in the hour and a half movie that you just pay 10 bucks for. This is just a TV show. So sometimes, like, I know, I've never understood that argument, you know, side of the argument. But, like, what you're saying, it kind of makes sense. You know, you're just like, okay, I don't want another band of, you know, right. hobos, you know, getting you know, get together. Right. And, and it's, again, it's like, I understand that. Um, and, I, like I said, I'm just like, I hope Fear of the Walking Dead kind of, it goes into these people, but it really needs to go into some form of origin. You know, for me, like, cause like that's, you know, that was the commercial. That was the, the set piece, you know, right. Like, you know, it was like, this is where it begins in LA. All right. Well, so maybe, I don't know. You've agreed with me. So it's kind of crazy. We so, should, are we going to stop there on that? We, we probably should. Holy shit. <laughs> so I've known you now 15 years. I think we've agreed four times. We've agreed more than that. Maybe five, uh, maybe five. Uh, we've agreed. I think a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, so, but when we do, it's a good. It's it's a good. It's a good segue to stop this talk, and we can talk about other things. Did you see before we go? Did you see Batman versus Superman? I did not. Did you know they're making another Batman? Absolutely, they're going to make him till the end of no, the no, time. No. Uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck. He already got the green light. He's going to make Batman. Oh, okay. And so he's directing himself as Batman. Okay, cool. I don't understand that at all. You don't think that's a good idea? No. You didn't. Th- you didn't think he did a good job no. directing Argo? No, 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 I think he's an amazing, he needs to be acting, like, directing. But maybe that's the problem, is maybe you didn't like him in Batman versus Superman because he didn't direct himself. Yeah, Maybe true. he'll maybe. be really, he's a good director. Oh, God, he's amazing. He's a, I think, ba- so think Affleck is a talented so guy. Weird. He's a good director. Holy shit. Amazing I like watching writer. him. Yeah. Amazing writer, amazing director. Mm. He's good to look at. I mean, I think he's a good looking. He's guy, a good looking guy. Ryan Reynolds, good looking guy. Like, as far as it goes. there's there's certain people. If uh, Tony Stark, like you know, I'll watch him fucking paint a house. Like, it, <laughs> they're just interesting to listen to yeah, and okay. look at. Yeah. And so, uh, just too much happened in Batman versus Superman. What I've seen that was so of Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he's. I think he did a good job as Batman, but. I think there's other issues with that story that are there's, not well, that seven. make him worse than he is. Like, no, I, I didn't think it was that. It was just like, yeah, it was just. Of course, I haven't so, seen it. It was but. so much going on. It's a little ridiculous. I mean, like, I really like Zack Snyder, but this was like nine stories into one movie, and you're like, whoa. Like, uh, I was talking to Michael. I mean, everything they throw everything in it, and you're just like. And then they've got an R-rated version of it, right? Yeah, supposedly they have a uncut Which version. I guess it's going to come out, and Wonder Woman's going to get her own movie, and you know, I, well, everybody. Aqu- well, Aquaman's in it. Wonder Woman's in it. Uh, when do the in When it. do the Wonder Twins get their you know, movie? Flash was in it. They no, they, they talked about them. It, it's Form like of rock. Yeah, but everything is in this movie, literally. And you're like, it's fun because <laughs> the, you know they're the worst fucking characters ever. Like she could become any animal, so naturally, most of the time, she should become a fucking bear or a tiger and rip the person apart. And he would become a bucket of water. And I even, you know what's so funny? I don't remember those. You don't remember Wonder Twins? I, no, I, no, I remember that. I remember like the Wonder Twins. I just like I just I didn't like it at all. So I mean, I yeah, really I like the Warner Brothers stuff. I really like. 
you know, Bugs doing stupid shit, and I really like the Roadrunner. So it's just like, when it came to this, like, all of this, like, I never saw the Batman shows, the cartoons or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I it was like, there was a Batman cartoon? They're like, yeah, there's been 20. And I'm like, never fucking, I don't even right. think I've ever seen a full episode of, you know, a superhero cartoon of any kind. Uh, but I love the movies because you know there you know there are cartoons that come to life. Back when I was a kid, but, I turned into tuned into Heathcliff and Ducktales and uh, um, yeah. you know Bugs Bunny and the Bugs Road Bunny. Runner and anything that was, it was Warner Brothers, it, Tom and was, Jerry. It was, well, Saturday morning was Saturday Warner morning Brothers. Smurfs and Plastic Plastic Man. I guess would be the superhero movie that I sort of watch. But you remember video. Kit Video from a radio to my video. No, boom, no. Boom, 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 boom. Um, no, no. But uh, yeah, I watched all the all the. But I never watched any superhero ones because I never. I didn't watch the superhero ones much shit. either. But there, I watched them when there, there was there was the only option. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It bridged four to four thirty right. <laughs> to get between like you know whatever Ducktales and the afternoon to yeah. So that's where I saw like the Super Friends and uh, He Man. And then yeah, see, I never liked any of that one. Oh, I didn't was, like He Man either. But then after having to watch He Man between like two episodes of something else, then you start liking He Man. So He Man was all right. But I never watched GI Joe. Oh God, no. Um, I stayed. I I, I was, sort I of like I became a He Man fan. I I guess and uh, and I had watched the Super Friends, but it I never became a GI Joe watcher. It's funny. It's like to to really think about. Why I don't enjoy real violence. I never have enjoyed real violence. Like watching the news is just a waste of time for me. And watching mm-hmm. like the stupid videos that pop up on you know Facebook's like, oh, this guy just attacks this guy at school. I never watched any of that shit. But I love the cartoons. I think that's why I like the movie so much because it's just make believe and it just like it, it it hits that same maybe whatever that you know whatever that gene is in your brain of you know watching violence or something. That's why I like Bugs Bunny. If you really watch Roadrunner, mm-hmm. this is the most violent, yeah. fucking vulgar shit ever. Ever, awesome. you know, and it's just like that's probably why I like Mad Max so much because it was just like it was that it was literally Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, you know, whatever, just you know, all balls out. Um, but I, I never liked He Man. I never liked any of those shows, mm-hmm. you know, because of that. Because it was just like it. It never really talk about logic. It was never logical because that's why I didn't. You watch the show Heroes. And yeah, De- and Deborah liked the you know show Heroes or whatever. I never liked it, and this is one of the few things I actually agree with with Howard Stern, even though I listen to him all the time. Is everybody was a hero, everybody, so nothing happens. So A can never be B, B can never be like everybody was a badass. So it's just like to me, it was just like, well, they're all superheroes. Nothing's going to happen. Maybe that's why I didn't care for Batman versus Superman that much it was fun it was great action and everything but it was just like well all... heroes the tv show painted itself into a corner with, that's, that's, with, that's that, with that situation that's why. and and that's why i didn't like he-man because he-man was always up against was it skeletor uh I don't know. yeah skeletor, skeletor. Yeah. but he-man couldn't beat skeletor skeletor could beat he-man because they were both you know the the same and you're just like okay so every fucking cartoon that they ever have is right. they're going to be fighting but no one wins. And so right. like that kind of shit always drove me crazy. The Roadrunner always won. So Wiley Coyote could do whatever he fucking wanted for 20 minutes, but he knew he was going to lose. So there was a winner and a loser. There was something like you would gain. Yeah, but that. He-Man's always going to win. Mm. He-Man is the Roadrunner. Let's Road go And he wasn't killed. So was the Coyote. No, he died in every show. Every fucking episode uh, he dies. Yeah, but he's he blows he's himself in the up. next episode. He blows himself up or he All walks right. into a wall. He doesn't. But, yeah. 
he every, doesn't every episode. There but they don't end with him dead. Like, no, 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 we, no, no. He's never dead. But yeah, it's like he, he always he blows loses. himself up, and then right. but with, we still see him alive before credits roll. I think. Yeah, because he holds up some sort of silly sign. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, but it's like, but again, the moral of the story was there's a winner and a loser. And don't, I don't know loser. what the moral of the story was that you shouldn't try and kill a roadrunner. Pretty much. Don't. Yeah. Don't, don't try and get food. If you're a coyote. Yeah. Try don't, to don't starve eat. yourself to yeah. death. That poor coyote. Yeah. I don't know what the moral of the story was, but it was just like, the I, moral I like is, the winner. I like the winner loser thing. I don't like the A versus B and nothing's going to happen. Right. You know, bullshit. I, I just, I why did like you that. go see Batman versus Superman? Everyone wanted to see it. And I like oh. I like those movies. I love I I really do enjoy popcorn movies. I love going and seeing what like Zack Snyder. I think he's a great director. I think okay, thrill me, do something, you know, do something to move me. Mm-hmm. And I walked out of there. I'm like, it was fun. It was mm. entertaining and everything. Never need to see it ever again. Mm. Wonder Woman was fucking badass. So I'm like, wow, she was good. And they should really make about five of those movies because she was really fucking cool. But did you see the uh, the video of? Uh, the moment that Ben Affleck realizes that Batman versus Superman sucks. No. Oh. Yeah, I should probably do. There's a. It was during a press junket. Oh, oh, oh! The press junket. Okay. Yeah, yeah and they that. they just just slowly push in on him as he just sits there quietly. Did you know that Negan and Maggie they have Batman? Did you ever see that meme or whatever? No. Negan is Batman's dad and Maggie's Batman's mom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In Superman for you know. That was that was kind of funny. I like I kind of got a giggle out of that. I'm like, mm. oh okay, yeah, that's just weird. So he kills Glenn and steals Maggie, and then they have a baby, and it turns into Batman. Turns into Batman. That's so, yeah, because yeah. that's the future. That's the future of the world, I guess. Right. But no, I don't know. So The Walking Dead, I completely understand your point, but I I want them to all die, and I want Dwight and Negan's story now. I'm like I'm at that point now. It's been five years. It's been five seasons. Kill them just all, slaughter them all. Kill them all. Go on to the next story. Uh, and like a lot of people are just like, oh man, I, you can't kill Rick. And you're like, why can't he kill Rick? Like, like some people actually said that online. Some of my friends like, oh, he can't kill Rick because Rick's the leader. I'm like, fucking kill Rick. Rick's a piece of shit. He's an asshole. Right, kill him. Right. I would have killed him a long time ago. If I was in that group, if I was Carol, right. I'd be like, here, have some cookies. You know, it's a Rick <laughs> a long time ago. You need to just calm. Oh, no, you don't need to calm down. You need to fucking die. Right. Somebody else needs to take over. You've, you've let us here, which is awesome. It's time for you to move on. You need to go either be a vegetable, you know, give him really bad cookies. or Yeah, but he led him to the prison, which was a good location. And then things. Well, then the governor, awry. but somebody fucked it up. So it wasn't, you know, somebody's was going to fuck it up in Alexandria, too. But yeah, but he's not which, doing a great job. And now we're back on this. Uh, <laughs> have you noticed? I, like, yet again, we're still talking about An engineer about built. This is back to logic. An engineer supposedly built the walls to exa- Alexandria. Why are the support beams on the outside? No, there's some on the inside. Too. No, they're not. Uh, there's the, a handful. the beams that are at a 45 degree angle oh, 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 that the brace the wall yeah. are on the outside. Right. Any engineer would tell you that Dude, those beams around. need to be on the inside because that's what holds things back. Yeah. I've never fucking understood that. But again, I, I think that all the all the carpenters on the show are fucking logical enough to go. But, you wouldn't build a wall this way. But I think that actually helps the show in that. It's the false sense of security that everybody's had since day one. Yeah, that wall can come down easy. No, the, the wall, but the walls do come down. They do. Like they the have, prison. Yeah. You're like, it's a prison. How the hell is anybody going to get in? They're going right. to get in. You know, it's it's still like the whole concept of like you have a very nice house here and you have you know some you know x amount of security for it or whatever. 
But if somebody wants in, they're, they're going to get in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I think I think that's like the logical part of you know the of of this show where it's just like whether he made it correctly or incorrectly or whatever. If a zombie wants in, it's going to fuck. I just thought it was silly. No, when, yeah, no, we, no. When we discover that that dude is an engineer yeah. and he's got engineering plans, and I'm like, all right, well, engineering 101, that's a bad wall. Um, but maybe he made it too quick and he's like, Oh fuck, I put him on the wrong side, but we should just keep making him on the, keep, you know, the wrong side. I don't want like, to tell people that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I, I think, I think I got my, I got yeah, my degree I, at Phoenix I think online. His ba- I think his backstory <laughs> was that it was just kind of like, um, I built houses. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Know. So, yeah. All no, right. No, I mean, I don't know, but it, it, that, but, but again, it's like, we're still, we're talking about a fake show about a fake scenario and it just that's how much fun this show is and so i just want to see what happens next season see who but that doesn't hold water because we could have easily have spent the last hour talking about a real presidential election and how crazy that is yeah well bernie sanders will be the next president so it's oh you think he will yeah he's gonna win you think he's gonna he's gonna take the whole thing you're you're uh well the gop is not gonna fucking vote for trump i no. so that that conversation is already over and done with um Look at the last time. 51% in look, agreement that they won't, right. but I but don't look know. At the, okay, the last time Trump spoke publicly, they had like some something like 8,000 less people than the previous time. And then there was four or 5,000 yeah, yeah. less. And it's not the violence and it's not the stupidity or whatever. It's People are like, oh, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. We're used to assholes, but he's a big asshole. Then they listen to Ted Cruz and they're like, well, he's just an idiot and an asshole. So they're fucked. Well, so then you kind of just look over and you're just like, well, we don't want Hillary because they hated Clinton so much. So even I even think Republicans will be voting for Bernie. There, it's too, there's too much to still predict. This is why I'm sort of hesitant. There's too much to still predict because Trump has to get the uh, nomination. And then after Trump gets the nomination, who's he going against? And then what what happens then? Does the GOP abandon Trump and then vote democrat or do they not vote and then what democrat or is it hillary or is it bernie which is another thing altogether there's so many variables trump if trump doesn't get the ticket they go to an open convention and it becomes mitt romney or it becomes Cruz or whatever that's another wrench in the plan um it, I think and it then will be an open and then if if trump goes out on his own ticket then that breaks that party up and almost ensures that we're going to have a democratic president but then Maybe at the open convention, someone is introduced that we didn't expect to be introduced, that everybody's like, I'm for Kasich or Christie or Ryan or whatever. I think that would be a better option than whoever the Democrat is. So there's still a lot trying to figure out who's going to get the ticket and what the party, if the party's going to divide or not. On the other side of it, it seems like Bernie is gaining ground and has a chance, but every news broadcast that you look at says he doesn't. And it's Hillary, whether it's true or not, doesn't matter. Perception is reality. So if people are perceiving that it's Hillary because the news wants to make it Hillary, then there's a good possibility that it will be Hillary. And we've run into this problem in the past. Now, when it was Hillary and Obama, Hillary had it. Hillary was going to be our next nomination, but then it became Obama. So that's the other tough part with the Democrats is we're really not sure if Hillary's going to get it or if Sanders is going to get it, even though Sanders, I mean, whether I like him or not, you have to appreciate that he's raised all his money like fucking $27 at a time. 
has made an amazing impact, has a ton of followers. The problem with Sanders is his followers are younger and younger people. They're stoned or busy or looking at their phone when it's time to vote and they forgot to go out. Like getting them to go out and party at a rally. That's how Obama won. Though. That okay. So, but Obama, Obama's people, the people around him that got him elected, right. that really did the 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 legwork and everything. Bernie Sanders will have to eventually hire those same. This was people. this was the problem for Obama. Yeah. Why at the moment we didn't know if Obama was going to get elected, and his political strategists worked on this. Yeah. Because. They're the people who are driving Obama are the ones who are just like, I didn't have time to vote today. I had to yeah. answer a Facebook post. But um, his, his people and, got smart and did the legwork and they went to colleges and they right. went, and they went to small businesses and said, you have to vote. We will old school. We will literally drive you there. And it was his, and, it was historically known that while black people will be politically active yeah. and they would go to uh, uh, functions, Obama functions. They wouldn't vote. Right. So there was a problem with the black people, the black community and the uh, younger vote with him. And that's the same problem that we would have with Sanders and getting people out to vote for him. So there's too many things in play right now. Mm. What's amusing and still funny to enjoy and look at is, you know, what Trump said this week and what insanity he's spewing and what, you know, the craziness that's coming out of that. But I so when I said we could have, instead of talking about a fake TV show, we could have talked about real politics, also, it would have been crazy. That was really what I was talking about. Yeah, I think also that's getting old and it's even getting old to. Oh, the, it's going to. Yeah. The cynics and the critics are even kind of like walking away going, he's just insane. Yeah. Like, it's it, like it it's was going fun to wear. and funny. It, but it's going away, but it's going away in massive numbers. That's what I mean. It's like but, he supposedly he's going to have a speech somewhere this week, and they were expect as of a month ago they were expecting like eighty or ninety thousand people. Now they're expecting thirty thousand. So it's just like right there, less than half of the people are going to show up, and then the real numbers that are there when he gets there we've, are going to be. But lower. we've seen. We've, so, well, here's the other problem: if we've seen in the past politicians trying to become president. And nobody's paying attention to them. So they come up with a catchphrase that says, read my lips, no new taxes. And then they win the election based on that because that's what the people wanted to hear. And then, of course, there's a bunch of new taxes. Day two. two. So (laughs) Trump has managed to say a lot of crazy shit and rally a lot of people and get a lot of news coverage. But there's a possibility that we see a 180 degree shift in Trump and all of a sudden – all of that bigotry, all of that wall stuff just gets swept away. And now all of a sudden he's talking about serious policy. Right. And that may get people to go, and particularly his base, the Republicans who were going to abandon him, to go, well, we'll support this guy right. now. So you still, you would still have the crazies who are out with let's lynch every minority and put up a wall who would still be like, well, I'm voting for Trump. He's, I understand that. He's not talking about that anymore because he said to us, it's time to shift gears. We, you know, we're going to take care of the things that America needs to make America great. But now we need to talk about, you know, fucking money and our issue with Russia and whatever else is going on. Completely and totally agree. And that could win an election. But I think he's already lost those people because those people are now going to Mitt Romney and those people are going to Ted Cruz and those people are going to maybe and saying we need somebody else. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's so, certainly the he, he would have to do he would have to do a lot 
in a very short amount of time to switch all those people. I did. I, I mean, that's the other thing. It was just kind of like it was him, Christy, and Cruz. So you just like you sit there, and that's why he went for it because he knew he was just like, well, these people aren't going to beat Hillary. These people aren't going to beat Bernie. Right. At least I'm known, right. and I can do and say whatever I want. That has got him this far, but I don't think it's going to put him over the top. When when he's saying such things that even the rich white, you know, GOP people are going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, not all white people are like this. You know, it's like, you know, he's saying some really stupid shit, and he's really uh, not going to go anywhere from it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm speaking out of my ass when I say that. I think there's a lot of people, a lot of people have turned off from that, where they're listening to Ted Cruz for really the first time and thinking that he makes sense. I don't think, so that actually, I don't think Trump can survive the Democratic attack ads. No, not at all. So I, I didn't think, I didn't think that he could become president, but uh, right now things are so volatile and wishy-washy. I'm not, I have no, no. fucking idea what's going to happen. I, I think Bill Maher was right in, in saying that after June, once we have candidates, then I think it'll be much easier to predict yeah. what's going to happen. But Bill Maher was right in his joke that actually got like no laughs or whatever saying like we're one terrorist attack in America away from Trump being president. That is that's a great point. That's 100% true. And I don't think he was whoever wrote that was trying to write it as a joke. But I'm like, no, that's actually pretty serious. That's a, that's a great because point. That's exactly what happened at 9-11. That's what rallied people yeah. around Bush is, yeah. you know, the fucking tower they, goes they, down you know, and people are supporting he, Bush. He let, you know, he let them attack our country and walked away and didn't do anything about it for six months and then went to war with two other countries. Completely had nothing to do with 9-11. So it was just like total brainwash. And I think that could very easily happen, and that's scary enough anyway. You know, yeah, that 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 something like that could overturn. Then, if you go deeper and you believe you know, in Bernie the conspiracies, then maybe Trump will plan the own attack, his pay for the own attack on uh, the United States, so he could become president. You never know. see. There's still he, a he lot has, of weirdness he, to fucking happen. He could be the new devil. He could, I didn't he could think take over Dick Cheney as the devil. I didn't so. think it could get any stranger. Then I invented the internet and hanging chads, and till now we have Trump as up as president. Okay, I invented the internet was a fucking ludicrous thing to say. Totally taken out of context. And then we had all these hanging chads and all this craziness that happened in Florida over you know Bush and and Gore election. I didn't think shit could get more ridiculous than that. And it well, it has. has, but that's the other thing. It's like if people really looked at our own history of our country, you know, this is like not even the tip of the iceberg of, you know, crazy fucking shit that's happening. Oh, when you go, when you, you know, go way like, back. No, no, hold on. Lincoln was voted in illegally. That's way, was, way back. But, I would like to think like, that we're saying, far more sophisticated. No, and but like, we're that's not. the thing. It's just like what happened there at those conventions were actually against the Constitution. So you just sit there like, Oh, he's on the five dollar bill. He's very, you know, he's the president did this, and he was he was president for like a year because so many fucking people hated him anyway. It was just like because he was voted in illegally. Like so, it's just like there's a lot of stuff in our country. Are you a not a Lincoln in, supporter? No, I think he was. You know, I think he did a couple of good things. I mean, but he wasn't president long enough. Obviously, it wasn't you know, a good movie. But Abraham no. Lincoln Vampire Slayer was pretty cool. That's awesome. They they need to make more of those. All right, we're in an hour. 30 plus Holy something shit. like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's been a while. I thought it was like 20 minutes, man. Bye bye here. <laughs> Good talking to you, Vince. Good so, talking to you people out there. Uh, I'm Vince Roca. Martin Bailey. And for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.